Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode of the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Ryan Michaels here with your boy, Chip Tiernan. What it do? Go Birds. Go Birds. Birds take down the Rams 23-14. to Jalen yep. Hurts with a game. Early on in the game, the defense not so much. Yeah, a little rocky start for the D uh, there. Kind of, you know, let the Rams kind of do whatever they want. Um, you know, but Cooper whatever Cup. was said at halftime. Oh, yeah. Uh, whatever was said, I mean, I don't like – like you said when, when you were watching the game, I don't know who upsets Asan Reddick, but, uh, man, he, uh, he had himself a second half. Actually, that one drive, really, in general, to end the game was kind of just – him it was going back-to-back off. sacks. Yeah, it was nuts. It, unstoppable. That, that man was – he had one mission. Yeah. Murder the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Carter, once again, looked great. Um, so, yeah, the first half kind of – I mean, those, those first couple drives, really, uh, it, it was tough. You know, the the, the Rams were kind of picking them apart a little bit. Cooper Cup, his first game back, had a nice game. Um, the rookie phenom, Puka Nakua. Had a had a good game as well. So um, yeah, they were just they you know they struggled early on, uh, made some adjustments, and were able to play well down the stretch. And uh, you know the Eagles' offense did enough to to get the dub. I mean hell, even Tutu Atwell had a touchdown reception. He did, yeah, he did. Now that that is a for an aging Rams team that's becoming a young Rams core. On yeah, it the is. Offensive side. It is. Yeah, they have some young guys. Uh, you know, Kyron Williams at running back is having a nice year. Uh, you mentioned Tutu Atwell and, and Puka Nakua, so they got some young young quality guys there, along with obviously Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford. Who, you know, if anyone had doubts about Matthew Stafford, he could still sling it. So Puka Nakua, wow, yeah, what a name! Great I name. love it. I love it. That, that yeah. is a football name through and through. It is. Uh, but the Eagles did take down the Rams, so go Birds! Go Birds! All right, and then we will also talk about how there are only two 5-0 teams left and what that means for the Eagles. Yep. We move on. The Phillies are taking on the Braves currently in the NLDS. They took game one and heartbreakingly, painstakingly, devastatingly lose. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that was uh... – You got to chill. It's listen. You got to chill. I am – They I'm... are coming into the bank. Oh, I... Look, I am every Phillies fan fully expected if the Phillies were to win, it would be in four. You're, and you're then right. That happens. You're right. And there are people who are overreacting. Chip. Yeah. Who are I overreacting am. I am. a lot. Like it is to the point where like, did it suck? Yes. It hurt it, a lot. Was it an implosion? Yes. Were there things that went wrong? Yes. But they are coming to Citizens Bank Park. And the next thing I want to say is the Braves fans are like, we we made the Richter scale go off. Shut up. You don't even know what loud means. You have no clue. What what you sounded like after Michael Harris made that catch was what it sounds like after a one-two count strikeout at Citizens Bank Park in the second inning. It sounded like uh, a called first strike. Yeah. Like th- like strike one to any batter during a game. Uh, yeah. Fr- from the first pitch, that stadium does not shut up. 
And if it's going bad, they won't shut up until like the seventh, and then they'll get back up in the bottom of the eighth. Yeah, I, you're right. Listen, you're right. Am I overreacting? Yes. It's just the way that it happened. Like, why? Why did it have to happen that way? I would have rather got blown out by 12. Dude, it, it really just is what it is. I, they were in their home ballpark. There was a momentum shift. I I am personally of the – I believe it was the Trey Turner error that really shifted the momentum of that ball game. That's when the crowd got involved. When the crowd got involved, that's when the team lit up. And that's just what happened. And, I mean, and when you look at it, what the hell is Hoffman doing throwing a slider when Austin Riley couldn't catch up to your fastball for anything? You could have chucked that fastball probably 10 feet above his head and he would have swung. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, that that was, you know, that was the second home run. But, yeah, I think I think um, the well, Trey Turner's errors obviously suck. And he needs to clean that up, obviously. Uh, but, you know, I think that's when that's obviously when the momentum started for them. Uh, but I think I don't know how the runner on before Darno got on. I forget. I know it literally happened last night as we record this, but uh, I'm just in my emotions right now. So I forget how the runner got on before Darno. Maybe it was a walk. Maybe it was a single. I don't know. Um but then Darno's home run, it was just, he hung a slider. And, you know, I hate to blame Wheeler because he was so good. He's been so good. Uh, but that that was just the, that was a meatball. Um, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. And here goes where I diverge from your opinion on this one. I am not pinning this on Zach Wheeler because, what, he gave up two runs and one unearned. Yeah. And then, no, I blame the bullpen on this one and Trey Turner's error because you don't clip Ronald Acuna and put the guy on base so he can steal two in a row. And then a guy hits another home run on another hanging slider. And I mean, he could not catch up to your ball. You had him one and two. What are you doing? Well, here's the thing about that, too. Like, he was, it wasn't a good swing by Riley. No, he just put the head out. You gotta make. And this is what this is what we always talk about, where it's just stop trying to murder the ball, screw yeah. the launch angle, put the barrel on it. Yeah, that's what it he did. He was, and and you could tell earlier in the game he was trying to kill it, uh, but he just got the barrel on it. He made it wasn't a great swing in my opinion. He was out in front, uh, and he just got he got enough of the bat on it. Um, and I mean Raleigh's a big dude anyway, so he has enough power to to get it out. Uh, so, I mean, it, you know, it wasn't a bad pitch by Hoffman. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why you're throwing a slider in that situation when, like you said, clearly the fastball was working and he throws like 95, 96, like Hoffman doesn't throw just any fastball. He, throws, he, he has, throwing 98 yesterday. He, he has some good heat. Um, so I don't know why he's just decided slider there. And if it was slider, it's gotta be down. You can't hang a slider in that situation again. And he was right down middle. Um, like I said, he was out in front, but he just got enough of the barrel on it. So. And if he wasn't out in front, that thing would have been on the moon. Oh, that was yeah, that was five. That was four eighty if he if he was on time. Um, so, I don't know. It, it was it was a tough scene, and it hurt. That one hurt. All right, let's uh, we'll go into that again. Unfortunately, but the bank, you're going back. You're going back. You got to get hype up again. Know, get out of get out of depressive state and back into 
rock the bank. Once, yeah, once I see everyone back in the bank, I'll I'll most likely, I'll be on board. All right, all right, good, good. All right, uh, Flyers start back up. All right, nothing to talk about right now. Uh, There's been some roster movement, but again, I just want to see what what product is put out on ice. I want to see how things go. Yeah. And then we'll talk about the Flyers if things go well this time. Which they probably won't. So but no, no, no. I'm I'm talking about developmentally. Oh. Okay. And is there progress made? Are the young guys playing well? You know. I I think that I will give them a fair shot this time. And then the next thing, the Sixers start back up, and they're in what preseason right now. Yeah, they're about to start preseason pretty soon here, and uh, I think we're only about a little over two weeks away until. The regular season, so. So we're almost back into sports heaven for a little bit. Yeah, we're almost and, in the prime time. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited, I'm nervous, and uh, right now I am sad. Shut up. And with okay. that, I've got nothing left to say. <laughs> what you say, Chippy? Let's cue the Rocky music. You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience. Let's get in the huddle and talk some birds, baby. Go birds. Go birds. Go birds. Go birds. All right. Birds. Now, I was on a flight home for a quarter and a half. Well, excuse me, not a flight home. Driving back from the airport for a quarter and a half of action. Yeah. I did catch up as much as I possibly could. I want to. Luckily, you were on. You were in your car for the bed first quarter so i mean i was listening to it oh i mind. listened to yeah i listened to merrill reese and until i got home but i just want to make sure that i didn't miss anything here now it seemed like Devonte smith was being targeted and missed a lot while i was away is that accurate uh, I don't think so. Okay. I thought he had about like five or six targets and they were all just kind of meh. Passes. I don't think he got targeted. He had one catch. Okay. He, I don't think he got targeted till later. Cause they were saying on the broadcast that he hasn't, he didn't have a catch yet and he didn't get targeted. So, I don't know, maybe he got targeted once on the first drive, but it was mostly Dallas Goddard on the first drive. Uh, And then he started going to A.J. Brown. I missed quarter two and about five or six minutes into the third. Uh, The only there was only one throw to Devontae Smith where he just missed him. Okay. that I remember. Uh, Now, maybe I just missed a couple that I'm not remembering properly. But, yeah, Um, he only had one catch and there was only one. There was a, in the, in the whole game that I remember, there was only two bad passes by Jalen Hurts. One was the interception, 
and then one was to Devontae Smith. It was like a one of those screen plays that I hate when they do it anyway, and he just missed them. Um, so that's all that I remember. So the Eagles come down, score, and then the Rams do the same exact thing. And yeah. in my head immediately, I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah, I was I was a little worried at that point because uh, the I was like, all right, the, you know, they came, Eagles came down, great start. Uh, they got Dallas Goddard involved finally, and then Rams right went right down, uh, scored. I think it was I was the two two out well touchdown, and then Eagles came down. I think they settled for a field goal, so it was ten seven, and then Rams drive down right down again. Then that, that was the Puka Nakua touchdown, and then. Those were long drives. You know, there was only in the first half, there was only probably like five or six drives total. Um, you know, the first one by the Eagles for the touchdown, first Rams one, second Eagles one for the field goal, second Rams one was for the touchdown. And then I think they traded punts. So that was six. And then maybe, maybe seven total. Because uh, the last one for the Eagles was the 32 second one when they started on their own side of the field. And they had that insane play to A.J. Brown with a one-handed catch. And then they added the penalty on top of it. And then there was the tush-push for the touchdown. So uh, that was a sick drive. And that ended it. And that gave the, I think that gave the Eagles a lot of momentum going into the half. They were up 17-14 at the half. And then, you know, whatever, like you said earlier, whatever someone said to the defense, uh, they did a really nice job. A uh, couple missed throws by Matthew Stafford. You'll take that any day of the week. Uh, they were just getting a lot of pressure on him, and uh, they were able to kind of limit Cooper Cup in the second half a little bit. Uh, same to, same thing with Puka Nakua. I mean, they were both feasting in the first half, and uh, they kind of were able to, you know, just get pressure on Matthew Stafford and, you know, make him make him make some bad throws. And he was, uh, yeah, he was definitely pressured and. Jalen Carter, like I said, was phenomenal, and the, the whole defensive line really was was really good. Yeah, what again? Whatever anyone said during halftime really broke through, and the defense stepped up. Yeah, and the missed throws from Stafford seemed more from the pressure than anything, especially yeah. the one where Tutu Atwell was wide open, and he threw the laser way over him. Yeah, uh, that just seemed like it was a I got to get this out quick. Yeah. Um, so and they you know they made some moves at the, in the secondary they brought in Bradley Roby uh he kind of played more in the second half uh they, they you know they were kind of they were kind of mixing matching in in the in the nickel cuz on the outside it was uh it was Darius Slay and Bradbury obviously um I will say Bradbury got picked on a little bit in this game especially in the first half uh he was guarding Tutu Outwell on the touchdown and he was actually guarding Nakua on the other touchdown so yeah he got torched a little bit he got picked on a little bit today or today uh sunday uh but yeah Darius slay was great and uh like i said they were kind of mixing and matching they had mario goodrich start out the game in the slot then they put in roby they were they actually put in eli ricks in the slot as well so i think they're just kind of finding whoever can replace Devontae maddox in that spot right now um so hopefully they they find their guy and they can stick him there um i mean it's tough when cooper cup lines up mostly in the slot because you know Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup, so it was a tough matchup for the for the slot guy, but they did a pretty nice, pretty decent job in the second half, and uh, you know the whole defense was really good. Now, as it winds down, the first half of the season is almost here. 
which is wild. Crazy. Eagles play the Jets and the Dolphins back to back. Yeah. Then there's a bye. And then the gauntlet. The gauntlet of death. If the Eagles don't come out of that gauntlet, three and three. Oh, they play the commies too. Yeah, they're by their buys week ten. What week is this? This is gonna be week six. Okay, so week six is Jets. Week seven is Dolphins. Week eight is Commanders. Commanders, and I think week nine is the Cowboys. Okay. And then week week ten is then the gauntlet. Then the gauntlet. Then the gauntlet. Yeah. Then the gauntlet. These divisional games matter. Don't get me wrong. But I have much more confidence before the bye than I do with the six straight weeks of a living nightmare. Well, here's the thing, like you're, you know, these games so far, the Eagles are winning. So that's good. Um, You know, it gives them a a bunch of wins and hopefully, you know, you're able to come out of that gauntlet kind of still leading the division and still having a nice record and all that stuff. So I think the Eagles are doing, the Eagles are doing everything they need needed to do these, these first few weeks. And, um, you know, the next couple weeks are, I mean, this, this next week should be, you know, I hate, I don't want to, you know, be say it for sure. Um, but this next game should be a win. I'm going to knock on wood. Uh, but then you have the Dolphins. Tough, tough, uh, tough matchup there. Their offense has been insanely good. Um, but it's at home, which is which is nice. The good thing is their defense has been hit or miss. Yes, for sure. So if Jalen Hurts can pick apart their defense, even with that offensive power that they have, I think that the Eagles can pull that one off. Yeah, and I think if you can get pressure on Tua, you'll be you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, the Eagles, you know, this year and the last few years have just been really good at stopping the run which is nice. Um, so if you can get pressure on Tua, that's going to be huge. Um, kind of, you know, force him to to make some some bad throws like we did to Stafford. And, um, you know, you got to – I mean, they're, they're, their offense is Tyreek Hill, you know, Jalen Waddell. They have weapons. So uh, if you're able to get pressure on him, it's going to be huge. But they do have the Jets first um, in New York, in MetLife. And uh, it uh, should be a good one. Uh, oh man, this this schedule is difficult. Yeah, the, the second half is. I mean, that's you know that's what happens when you finish first in your division. Uh, it's going to be a tough schedule, you know. Um, you know, especially with the the eighteen week schedule now. You know, you have to play the first uh, the first place team of a AFC division, and then you play a whole a whole other AFC division. And you know, uh, this year we have to face the AFC East, which is a pretty solid division. Um, so, you know, you got the Bills, Jets, and Dolphins, and and the Patriots. You already beat the you already beat the Patriots. Uh, you still got the Jets, Dolphins, and Bills coming up, and uh, those are three uh, solid teams for sure. Um, even the Jets, you know, the Jets are solid. They have a really nice defense. So the key uh, to the Bills is just really putting pressure on Josh Allen to force yeah. him to make those stupid mistakes. I mean, I I love Josh Allen as a player, but one thing I noticed is when he is getting heavily pressured. If you don't leave the run option for him open and he's going to be contested, he's going to try to make a crazy throw that usually backfires. Exactly. You know, when I mean, we saw this past week in Jacksonville or against Jacksonville in London, 
Um, you know, he was trying to do, do too much. You know, they were down most of the game and, uh, you know, he, he felt they needed a big play and kind of forced too many things in my opinion. And, uh, was able, was able to, they were able to get him to make some bad throws. So that's what you got to do. You know, again, I mean, it's, 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 it's a simple formula. You get pressure on the quarterback. I mean, and that's what the Eagles do. That's one of their strengths. So if they can do that, they have a good shot at winning any game. Well, on that note, I don't have anything left on the birds. You got anything to add? Uh, go birds. And, uh, yeah, go birds. I don't know. Go birds. All right. <laughs> Let's break the huddle. All right. And now we move into the fun discussion of the Philadelphia Phillies in the NLDS. I, mean, I wouldn't say it's fun. I mean, it's... Dude, you gotta calm down. We got lost. You know, we were up. What was four. it fun? Was it fun when the Phillies won Game One? I mean, yeah, but it's like you know, dude, you are something they, else. They were just like you know, they won and then you know, like they lost, so you know, it's tied. And are you done, dude? Okay, it's just I. Oh, name a worse way they could have lost. Losing 40 to nothing. I, I take that. No, you would not. I, okay, not 40. It wouldn't be 40. But, like, it, it could be. It, it, it's not. Stop. I, I mean, you have a 4 nothing lead in six innings, of, six or seven, whatever it was, six innings in the game. Uh-huh. And then they score five unanswered. Uh huh. Like what, dude? It's one of the best offenses in baseball, if not the oh. best offense in baseball at home. What did you expect? Oh. Now you have to. Now you go home and you listen to what Nick Castellanos said. Nick Castellanos. That said, did make me feel better. When we get punched in the face. Yeah. It inspires us. It should because that's what Philadelphia is about. That did make me feel a little bit better, I will say. Yeah. You, you think they're going to sit there and just be miserable the whole time in game one at home? Here's my it's worry. game one at home. It's their opener for Listen, the NLDS. Here's my worry, okay? I'm being a realist here. Uh-huh. And I know it's it's a different atmosphere. It's the playoffs. I understand that. The Braves play well here. Especially this year. Dude, they did last year, too. The, but listen, they it was different last la- year. No, it wasn't. Yeah, they were, the Phillies last year were, like, they. I think they, I don't know if they tied, but, like, they tied the season series. I don't know what it was. The, the Braves destroyed us here, this year in the season series. Don't worry about it. The, the season doesn't matter when you're in the playoffs. Once <sighs> no, you're in the playoffs, you're in the playoffs. Listen. The, the, Stop. They they could have no. they they had that game. They, they had did. The, they had game two. But you can't sit to, you can't sit here and just legitimately sulk about it for six straight days. Okay, first of all, it happened last night, so relax. I'm now. exaggerating. It happened last off. night, and I'm gonna be sad until the next game starts. All right, what do you want from me? Move past it. Get excited for the next one. I like I said, I will this get excited is, is when I see. Over. Everyone losing their minds in Citizens Bank Park. Okay, that's my that's my deal here. 
So let me have this. No. Well, I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, if, I forgot what I was if, if the offense comes out absolutely guns a blazing, are you going to be fine? I did see a tweet. I'm going to call a tweet anyway. I don't, it's, it's a tweet. I don't care. I saw a tweet. I forget who it was, so I'm sorry. But they said it would be perfect if the Phillies absolutely destroy them in game three. And game four, Spencer Strider has to pitch and sends it to Bank Park. Because remember that interview he was in? He's like, yeah, I'll just get rid of the fans. Yeah. That would be beautiful. Yeah. But here's my worry. The Braves destroy us in game three. Dude, you are just talking stuff into existence. Listen, it could happen. The, The offense wasn't dead yesterday. Well... It kind of was the second half of the game. It was. Well, they still put runs on the board. Four runs is four runs. Yeah, well, that that's not gonna win a lot of games. My brother, bad bullpen pitching and committing errors in the field is what loses games. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I just I, I the last thing I want is for them. To take the the fans out of the game. Because that's huge. Look, all you have to think about is look at how loud Citizens Bank Park was during the wild card series and think about how it's going to be this series against a division rival who everyone in the ballpark despises. Right. I understand that. But we played the Marlins. Now we're playing the Braves. Exactly. It'll be louder. I know, dude. But the Marlins stink. The Marlins beat the Phillies a ton this year. Well, like you said, regular season doesn't matter. Oh, dude, you are such a fool. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am indeed. I don't know, dude. I know. I'm just, listen. I'm... <laughs> You're trying to rationalize your pessimism, and it's not I, working. You, I am. You're right. I'm Listen, I'm a pessimist. You guys know. I, I, I am too, but in this case, it's like if we're talking game three, Chip, you could have it. But you got to split. Like, wh- what are you so mad about? I'm not really mad. Well, I'm mad. I'm mad at. I don't know. I'm mad at the way that it happened. I'm mad that Trey Turner committed two errors. I'm mad that Jeff Hoppin threw a meatball right down the plate. I'm mad that Michael Harris. Was is it made the best play of his entire life, and I'm mad that Bryce Harper went all the way around second base. Right. I, I look. I, I think you have to think about this. There were three big things that you can point out that went wrong. Castellanos destroyed that ball. Look, it was a good play. It was a good play. That did, that immediately as that soon game. as it happened, it, I went back to last year the Chaz McCormick play. Look, dude. It was like spitting image of that play. You, you got to think about it this way. Now, it made it worse because Bryce Harper was on freaking first, and he went all the way around second base, and he was doubled up to end the freaking game. That's it. That's it right there. You know, on top of it all, it was three mistakes that lost the game. If Trey Turner didn't lackadaisically try to make that play and then just stand there and watch the ball, it – the game's tied rather than being down one. 
It was an unearned run that lost the Phillies the game. And you can't discredit that offense because, oh, my God, I'm still scared of every single one in that lineup. Dude, I know. I even said in my head, the literal, like, moment before Darno swung the bat, I go, this guy kills us. And then he did that. Darno did not have a good year, by the way. Yeah. He hit, like, 240 with, like, maybe, like, 11, 12 home runs. It's the playoffs. And then and I thought the same thing. Now, Riley did have a great year. He's a great player. Uh, but I was like, this guy kills us, too. And then he did that. Look, let's just put it this way, right? You have to go in to Citizens Bank Park. It has to be loud. Noel is going to go. And I look, truthfully, putting the right people in in the right position is important. Hoffman's always questionable. I actually don't hate Hoffman. I, I, I think don't he, hate him, but like there are a couple things where it's like, ah, eh, and he did one of those. He's eh, been good. He's been good. Things. He made a mistake. He's been yeah. good. He, he, uh, I, again, I, I don't. I, like, I'm not calling him a bum by any circumstances. No, don't, I, don't I just don't understand way. why you're trying to get cute there. It, there was no need for it. He probably realizes it. I'm not going to harp on it, but. Again, he it, it, it wasn't like it was a bad pitch. But you saw in the same at bat that he couldn't catch up to the fastball. If you throw it low and away, it's strike three. Yep. Like, yeah, I just, I don't get it. I mean, I, either, either was JT made the call or, or I don't, I don't, him off. I don't know or who, Jeff Hoppin shook him off. Call. I don't know who made a call. I, I don't know. I don't, why, why are you trying? You saw what worked. Like that's what, that's what I don't understand in baseball. You, it happens all the time. Pitchers try to get cute. You see in a, in an at bat that a guy struggles with a certain pitch and then you go to another one. That's what they want you to do. Yeah. I mean, and the, and like I said, the Wheeler one, he just hung it. Yeah. I mean, that, that pitch was going all night. I mean, that, that whatever slurve, slider, sweeper, whatever the hell you want to call it. He, he was, he, I mean, he was killing those guys with it. He just hung it. And of course, Darno doesn't friggin' miss it. I don't know. Well, yeah. there. I mean, there's, a, there's, you know, there. I mean, there's three. I guess four things, but I get mostly it's three though. Three things you can point to. It's Trey Turner error. It's the yeah, Jeff but they Hoffman. took game one. You can't just harp on a loss. It's one and one. You took one in their ballpark, and there's two at home. Yeah, but you have to win both those games. And they did last year. Well, it's a different year. They think it happened. Yeah. But there's a difference between home field advantage and Citizens Bank Park. And let's you're make right. that known. You're all right. I'm not saying you're wrong. It just would have been nice. The bank's going to be lit. 
It would have been nice to be up 2-0 going into the bank. It's going to be lit. I'm not. I'm not denying you there. It's going to be nuts. People are going to be hammered. Yeah, 100. percent On a Wednesday night. Banks getting lit on a and Wednesday. Thursday. And Thursday, yeah. You just gotta. You got Nola going tomorrow night. You just hope he continues what he's been doing. That last outing was phenomenal. And they got Ranger for game four. He was good in the very short time that he was in there. Uh, you know, I hope he, I hope Rob Thompson gives him a little bit longer leash this time because he was really good. And I don't know if you can, you can do what you did in game one with the bullpen again. Right. You got lucky in game one with the bullpen. It, they were great. Don't get me wrong. They were phenomenal. I just don't, with this offense, I don't know if you can do that again. So let's take it one game at a time, and the next time we get back here. Oh, well, next time we're here. It could be really good, or I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Right. And on that note, I think we've reached our destination for the day. Anything else? Nervous. Yeah. All right, we've reached our destination for the day. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. He's done with me, man. Go to phlsportsnation.com for all your Philly sports wants, needs, and desires. I get it. Go to the podcast tab. Go to the PHL Bandwagon. You can find us on Spotify. There you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are available, we're most likely there. If not, shoot us an email at phlthebandwagon at gmail.com. Give us your mailbox questions. Give us suggestions. We also have our DMs open on X, formerly known as Twitter. You can follow us on X at the PHL Bandwagon. You can follow me at PHL Ryan Michaels. You can follow Chip at PHL Chip Tiernan. Go uh, share polls weekly. Please engage. We really do like to hear what you have to say. So, uh, if you have any questions as well that you want us to talk about, go ahead and shoot them in the DM, and we'll be uh, happy to talk about anything, honestly. Uh, we share our episodes weekly on Facebook. And, yeah, go to the Wake Shop. Get your TBW merchandise. Get a nice hoodie for hoodie weather. It is here. Get a hat. Get a T-shirt as well. We really appreciate the support. So go to the Wake Shop, go to podcast, and go to the Philly Bandwagon. PHL bandwagon. We've reached our destination. We'll see you at the next stop. Go birds, go fills, go birds, go fills. Go birds, go fills. Dude. I mean that it let it let last night really just did, it did something to me. I need to relax. Yes. I get too invested in, in our sports teams. Fair enough. That should be like called something. Mm-hmm. Like it should be a disease because I have it. It's called being a fanatic in the literal sense. Philly fanatic? Also, whatever, whoever the Braves mascot is. I just want the fanatic to punch Blooper in the face. Blooper, that's what it is. Yeah. Why are you talking crap about the Philly fanatic? First of all, 
you're a liter you're the literal dumbed down version of the Philly fanatic. He is your dad. All right, I'm done. Go, go birds, go Phillies. Go birds, go Phillies. <laughs>